there, my little Groovesters and Groovettes. It's that time again. What time is it, Jamie? The moon time. It's the moon time. That's the gross time. <laughs> it's gross. No, it's time for Trash South Street. Woo! Everyone's favorite sort of music show. Yeah, everyone. Everyone, like two people. <laughs> um, I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z. And we're here after several technical difficulties but we pulled it through through by fiddling with knobs and plugging things in and out till it magically fixed itself that kind of sounded gross well you know <laughs> like moon time doesn't there's some hatchet wound gushing over everywhere so so trash house street trash house street uh-huh. it's been a couple weeks it has it has it that so what have you been up to getting a hole drilled in my skull so i can get a tooth tooth what are you, like a baby tooth? Like an adult tooth. Uh, you baby Long tooth term listeners. I don't know if we ever talked about it. I'm sure I did. Way back in uh, last October, I lost a tooth, got a post put in, lost the post, and I had the post put back in now. Yeah. So I've had the last couple of days off. And did you have off today? I was off yesterday and today, yeah. Ah, you should have texted me. I didn't even think. One, I was all high. I wasn't doing anything. Uh, I went to Dick's. That's uh, about it. Oh, all right. Well, next time, maybe. <laughs> next time you get a hole drilled in your so, skull. So I've been off the last two days, uh, strung out on groovy painkillers. That's them. Was that like your cereal? You just put like I do. some I have whiskey and some, some cut up Percocet? Yeah, yeah. Or I'll cut them off. I just take a cup of hot water, yep. two Perks. And just ride the wave. <laughs> Listen to your space rock. I do. Smoke I love space doobie. rock. I had a lot of time today, mm-hmm. and I attended the cinema yet again. The cinema. What did the you say? Sausage party. Oh. I am still not entirely sure what I fucking saw. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to wait for uh, cable. That's a cable wait. It's, it's, yeah. Actually, I'm kind of glad I saw it. It's really bizarre, so... Sausage Party. Was it as good as AbFab that we saw? I liked AbFab, I thought actually. it was good, too. But, um, no, Sausage Party is a veiled metaphor for atheism and uh, religion. And by veiled, it's veiled in the same sense that uh, Saving Private Ryan is a veiled metaphor for World War Two. <laughs> so, it's just really bizarre. I don't want to ruin it in case anyone's going to see it. I was like, what was Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it is so on the nose. An amazing amount of swearing. It gets really just fucked up, especially towards the end. How long was it? Hour and a half. Yeah, okay. And like I said, I literally, I, especially towards the end, I was like, I, I don't know what's happening now. I'm kind of scared. I still want to see Suicide Squad. I wanted to see it. It's like two and a half hours, though. Um, I think it's a little over two, but yeah, maybe next week or something. Yeah, give it a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll see. You know, you know, people get angry at you if you like it. I know. Yeah. I don't. I don't have high expectations for it. I think it looks fun. Mm-hmm. I do too. So, yeah. what have you been up to, Jimmy? You know, this and that. Getting ready for my class. Mm-hmm. Uh, might go down the shore next week. Ooh. We'll see. Yeah. It's been hot. It's been disgusting hot. Victor stepped on my calf on my leg and just dug in or something that yeah. I have uh, been wearing my calf compression sleeve, which Lou made fun of me when I walked in. Oh, I made a little joke. Yeah. That's what friends do. We make jokes. Yeah. And then I watched some good television. Oh, what we'll television We'll talk a little bit watch? more uh, later on. Oh, all right. Yeah. First uh, Stranger Things that was 
amazing. I loved it. 80s throwback. Winona Ryder was tits, as they would say. Um, I thought it was really good. Other than my <laughs> co-host here, who is it? Uh, just couldn't get past a couple, couple things. Well, one thing. Unfortunately, that thing is in the first three minutes of the first episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Like an old fuddy-duddy. I'm glad I can explain this. You can explain it. The one person who like doesn't like it. Actually, for no, one small I didn't thing. say. I watched it at some point. I wasn't in. I got to be in the right mindset. So. After several weeks of literally every person that I know telling me I have to watch this show, um, I sit down to watch it. So in the first five minutes, there's the scene in the beginning where they're in the lab or whatever. Then it's the kids playing Dungeons and Dragons. And the one little boy... What, Dungeon Master? uh, Well, yeah, that's the thing, and I'm going to explain my rationale. So the one little boy is, is running the game for his friends, and the one kid goes, Is this the Demogorgon? It pissed me off. Because he's not the Demogorgon, he's Dem- Demogorgon. Demogorgon. And my thing was... The kids, they play different ways. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. So when I was that age, it may shock so many people, I wasn't always the cool dude I am now. <laughs> I may have played a little Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, so did I. I'm um, a little kid, too. Well, I might say, Dungeons and Dragons teaches you a thing or two about bravery. <laughs> From an X-Files episode. <laughs> but, um... So you couldn't get past... Well, here's the thing. The Demogorgon. No, here's the thing. Kids like my age, when I was that age... Well, you were pretty much the same age as them. Yeah. But I, I like... We like all... Like me and we all... You study those books like it's... Like you it's do. your SATs you and you... watched two minutes of the show and you shut it off because they called it the Demogorgon. Well, it annoyed me. Now, I wasn't quite in the, the right mi- mindset... I'll pick it up at some Coody point. Do la di da not elitist. <laughs> and you don't like the overboard either. Oh, with I, Kurt Russell. You want to hear something? What? I've never seen it. I knew you never <laughs> saw it. I knew you were lying. It's like when you lie about listening to music. Yeah. So there, touche. <laughs> Did you know, um, speaking of Abfab, when we were talking about, Kate mm-hmm. Moss has a daughter. Her oh, really? like, yeah, she's, I think a teenager now, but oh. she still looks freaking amazing yeah. for being like 41, 42 years yeah. old, smoking hot, looks She's great. another one, because um, we were talking about uh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, she's starting to look her age. She looks a little bit, but, but like, I don't, like, Kate Moss, I, for some reason, I always thought of as being a little older than that, mm-hmm. but I guess she started when she was like 14. Yeah. I wish she lived on my couch. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just doing whatever she was doing. Yeah. I guess heavily implied just smoking weed. Yeah. Abfab was good. I, I would if you're an Abfab fan, you'll definitely like it. If you're like not, you have no so, idea what's about it. You're not going to get so it. So to back up, we, we also saw Abfab a yeah. couple weeks ago. Yeah, but Stranger Things was great, and yeah. Lou is a big. I'm a fuddy duddy. Yeah, elitist snobbity snoober. No, I actually. Because <laughs> I make it a little worse. To be honest, like everyone was like, "You're gonna love it," and I was like, "I'm gonna hate mm-hmm. this thing." Like I just want to hate it, and then I was like, "This is fantastic." So the Demogorgon, yeah. Was quite the topic on one of the D and D discussion boards I, I belong to. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Was everyone like, you didn't play right? Yeah, about half and half. Kids play different ways. Yeah. It's their they're living in Indiana. Yeah. yeah. So what's that big? I lived in Ohio. I know. I, I see. It's very. It's actually very topical. I was there telling Mark's mom eerie... about it, and I was yeah. like, she's like, well, they, the kids play different way. I'm like, well, that place took place in Indiana, and Lou did grow up in Ohio for a while. So yeah. At that age, but anyway. I'll, I'll watch it at some point. So the guy, you didn't watch enough of it, but there's a cop, Hopper. And, you know, Chris Garofalo, who does the prints for the Colonial and stuff? Yes. Hopper, 
bought a print for him for his for uh, his Stranger Things print. It's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. I actually ordered a print. So oh, that's cool. If uh, if you like horror movies, stuff like that, with Chris Garofalo, Quilt, Quilt Face Studios, check him out on like Store Envy and stuff, or mm-hmm. check him out on um, Facebook. He's some really cool mm-hmm. stuff. He's a re- he's doing um. Monster Mania this weekend at Cherry Hill, and he yeah. has a really cool Halloween 2 print. I think I saw that yeah, online. Yeah, it is awesome. pretty good. I yeah. might have reposted it. I, I Probably, because I don't think I follow him personally. Yeah. But. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should talk about some music. Yes. Since we have seen a couple bands, yeah. too, we could talk about that. We can, yeah. Well, let's, get, let's do the reviews let's first. Let's do a couple reviews. All right. So, Jamie. Yes. Last exciting episode... <laughs> Uh, a saucer full of secrets. Uh, you gave me a little homework. Homework. The topic. I like was... my title for a saucer. Yes, it's very good. Oh, sorry, I got the hiccups from Vicodin and Sherbert. <laughs> and Jamie, should be a flavor. <laughs> Vicodin is. Do you want Jimmy's with that? No, yeah, Vicodin. Vicodin. Just bring some Vikes on there. <laughs> so the topic was odd things on your iPod that you yeah, recommend to people. Obscure stuff obscure. that you that you that you would recommend. In like and I I misinterpreted yeah, these I didn't things. Really. Yeah. We did good. So, and you asked me at one point, it's like, all right, I want you to think about things you do have that you would recommend. Yeah. So, I do have a few. A band called Widow's Peak, for instance, which mm-hmm. is sort of like a, a dirty surf rock band. I might review them next time. Cool. And then there was another one that, it's a band I really, a guy I really like. And I loved this album when it was out, and I haven't listened to it for a few years. So, I'm going to review Help Wanted by Eric Avery. Mm-hmm. Eric Avery is one of the is the co-founder of Jane's Addiction mm-hmm. with Perry Farrell. He um, pretty much he's a bass player. He's played bass with like everybody. Uh, we saw him most recently at the Garbage Show. Yes, because he's garbage's touring bassist. And we probably saw him for Nine Inch Nails, right? You said Nine Inch Nails, um, Foo Fighters. I've seen him probably more than any other artist, just because he does a lot of session work. Mm-hmm. So Eric Avery put out a solo album in 2006. So it's Did, been a couple years. <laughs> well, that's I know. I it's know, like, I'm not, I'm not. So like I said, it's, I want to showcase this album. Did you by any chance listen to it at all? I listened to it in your car when we were driving to garbage. Yes. I haven't listened to it since, but I, I really liked it. I was really digging it, and I told you to burn it for me. but I forgot. I've been. Yeah, at I some point. Too. I'll burn it legally yeah, this yeah. weekend. But yeah, oh, I really liked it. Sorry. Yeah, so the album's Help Wanted. It's... Really hard to classify. It's very eclectic. Mm-hmm. I guess it's an alt rock album in the truest sense. I don't know if there's there's a category of rock above just desert rock. It's kind of like desert rock, a little like Nick Cave-ish. Yes. Um, like a little gothy, and then like. It's like you peeked at my notes. And I really didn't. Just so, from what I heard. So here's what I got. Like it's a very eclectic album. It was it's very up your alley, but I, I yes. think it's good. It was. It's a very produced I think album. It's good unless I keep the no. like it's bad. Yeah, for you, you your infantile taste like a Viking Shabbat. Um, yeah, like it's a very produced album, uh, very eclectic. Has a lot of new wave undertones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric's voice is very gothy, and at times there are songs that are very desert rock. Uh, the first song, "Belly of an Insect," actually sounds like a Queen's. Um, yeah, I think you did play that song. Um, so that's probably the one that played. So a lot of times there's a um, you hear. Uh, New Order mm-hmm. or Joy Division in there. There's a strong All Remote No Control, which is straight up a Joy Division song. Um, interestingly enough, Peter Hook 
of Joy Division was one of Eric Avery's big influences. Makes sense. Um, so you have that. A lot of desert rock. Um, he does a ballad with Shirley Manson called Ooh. Maybe. That sounds like a garbage song. Mm-hmm. You have, um, like, there's a gypsy punk song that sounds like it should be off Aladdin Sane. Um, then there's a, a, a song called Philo Beto. Mm-hmm. You know who Philo Beto is? No, I do not. Main character of Every Which Way But Loose. The uh, okay. Clint Eastwood. Is that the monkey one? Monkey movie, I yes. I never saw it. It's, I saw it, like, probably when I was six, and I just remember Clyde the Monkey. Yeah. This song, it sounds like someone took a, a big old bag of music and shook it up and put it out. And it's like everywhere. It's very surreal. It's very trippy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it should be playing in a movie 10 years ago in the scene when the main character's girlfriend or boyfriend is dying. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie you liked back then, but you haven't watched since. That's what it reminds okay, me of. Okay, Kind so of makes some sense. But it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but that's what I think. So, um, Do you want some more Sherbert? No, a little bit of Sherbert. Like I said, it's very he does a lot of really musically interesting things on this, um, especially with the percussion. Has he done anything more than that? He did another solo album. Okay. Um, my favorite... After that? Yeah, but okay. like in 2013, which I actually have to listen to. Oh, okay. Um, my favorite song is one called Porchlight. Which has a really cool guitar riff in the chorus. It's like, do 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 do. I can't do it. It's not yeah, gonna do it. Good. It's good though. It's a really good song. So um, you think people are like Eric Avery? They're writing it down. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they. I'm sure they turned it off instantly. Um, and I know I'm rambling a bit. Yeah, you're fine. But it's uh, good. I um, I really love this album. I forgot how much I loved it till I started listening to it for this. I'm glad you played it for me. What? Well, did it just pop up on your shuffle? It popped up on shuffle. And, and I'm like, we who's this? And you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's the object. That's why that was like our conversation. <laughs> Breathe. Um, so I really liked it. And in the end, my final thought is <laughs> this is the album that uh, Psychic Teens will make in about psychic? five years. Psychic, psychic Teens. Psychic Teens. Oh, like, I can see that. Like, like a Starfire. I like to say the P. Did you see, um, I don't know if you've watched any of the, the new, the Teen Titans watched. Island ones. No, I haven't seen any. They're good. Well, there's one where they like go to the other side of the island and it's like dinosaurs. It's kind of like Lost. It's sort of, yeah. I mean, and they're like, oh, like they, they decide to make the dinosaurs their pets. And Starfire chooses the pterodactyl. And she's like, <laughs> I know the P is silent, but I like to say it. So it's my pterodactyl. Starfire is the best. She's the best. The bestest. So that's about boop, it. Boop, 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 boop. You ever see when she's Darkfire? Yeah. yeah. Or Starfire the evil or something like that. It's like Robin's arch enemy. Yeah, and then he's like... And she makes like, that, like, box fortress. And yeah. then she's like, I can't believe you found my lair. They're like, it's in the backyard. Yeah. And she's like, boop, 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 boop. And then the cannon starts. Yeah, playing. and then it's like Motorcycle Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Motorcycle Monday. Yeah. Yeah, nerds. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what do you got? I think I talked about them a couple episodes ago because I had a bunch of stuff just kind of fall mm-hmm. on my lap of new releases. Um, Band Frameworks came out with a their second release, Smother, uh, sometime in July. They're all Death Wish. They're from Gainesville, Florida, and they were founded in well, formed in uh, 2011. I actually saw them play with Modern Life as War when me and Nick Crowley went to uh, Union Transfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're okay. Nothing like beating me over the head, though. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, enough to where I'm like, oh, okay, they're okay, I'll, I'll check it out. They said this is their second release, their first release was called Loom. I guess they're categorized as like screamo slash melodic hardcore. Alright. So when I first got the album, I was thinking just straight up melodic hardcore, and that can go either way. Like sometimes it's just not my cup of tea, other times it's pretty good. Mm hmm. It's more or less vocals screamed along side of nicely instrumental background. It's actually a very good album. You might be into it a little bit. Some of the songs sound a little melodic, and other songs are like a lot more heavy. Thank to you. the point, some of the songs even have this like shoegazing indie rock feel to it. Yeah. The album starts off with uh, the song Fear of Missing Out, and that's like a heavier post hardcore sound. It's hard to explain. They're hard to put in a box. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, But it's good. I'm like, oh, wow, this is starting off real good. The next couple songs are more of that melodic hardcore, but then, like, the more you listen to it, just the more, like, how instrumental it is, like, how much time they, time they took on, or with guitars and stuff, I can't talk. Yeah. PBR. And then it kind of switches off from, uh, from heavier to melodic. My favorite songs are, actually, the first song, Fear of Missing Out, Song of Myself, and Marathon, and they tend to be on the more heavier post-hardcore sound. If you're a fan of Touche Amore, they're almost like a harder Touche Amore. I know you. Defeater, they remind me a little bit I of Defeater. I know Defeater, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've talked about them. Yeah. And one song sounds very mo- like a little like Modern Life is War. I just thought it was a solid release. I dig it a lot. I put it on it. It's, you almost have it on as background music. That's what I would have it. And then you yeah. kind of like, oh, wait, I got to listen to that song again. And you end up just getting more into it. But I would recommend it if you like kind of post-hardcore screamo stuff. I think it's better than Touche Amore, to be honest. Mm. But not, definitely not as good as Modern Life is War. They're just totally... They're different than that. As I said, they kind of have this indie shoegazing thing going on, which is kind of different. But if that sounds appealing to you, check it out. It does. Frameworks Mother. It's good, and I got, like, the limited edition vinyl. So uh, what cool. is it, like, a different special color... Uh, like I honestly disc? don't remember. No, it's not, not a picture disc. It's mm-hmm. like splatter white and nah. gray or something. I, I have a picture on Instagram. Yeah. I'm sure. I took mm. like two months ago or yeah. whatever. And that's my frameworks. No. Yeah. I forget. They're touring with someone bit big, actually. Maybe against me or something. So really? they're going to get yeah. a, good, a nice push. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually interested in what, what else these guys do. But it's a, I think it's a decent pickup. Yeah. That sounds appealing. Hmm, it does. Yeah. The OCs, Jamie. The OCs. And that's O-H-S-E-E-S, not like the Orange County. <laughs> I like the OCs. When, yeah. you, when you texted me about seven hours ago that you were yeah. doing this, I well, got to listen to a couple songs, but I was already familiar with them. I, I, I have like a couple things by them, but I like how they're like garage rocky, little psychedelic at yeah. times, but good. So, um... And you said the wrong album title, too. You a Weird me. Exits? Yeah, you put Weird Weirdos or something. Oh, probably Autofeld. I was yeah. also really high back then. Yeah. Back um, then? Back I don't... See, I'm still messed up. Again, I've been on what we call pain management. It's a prescription. My name is on the label, so it's not drug abuse. That is for true. Yes. It is for true. So, A Weird Exits. Mm-hmm. Which came out last week, last... I think it came out last week. Friday the 6th. It was released, I believe, yeah, which I would have been Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Or something like that. I was Whatever. attending a, a two-year-old's birthday party when it came out. How is that? This Unknown. is hardcore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this birthday party was hardcore. There was cupcakes and real Coke cake. cakes. Coke cakes? yeah. I was doing, like, banger lines <laughs> off uh, a You're baby You're doing mirror. lines of the uh, icing and... Uh, yeah, I was. It was great. Trapping chocolate chips on your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like, I'd, like, cook them up. Oh, so, let's go off another tangent. 
one of the latter day episodes of Simpsons where it's three love stories. Mm-hmm. The first two, it doesn't matter. The third one is it's Lisa and Nelson done as Sid and Nancy. I think only I've it's seen it. it's chocolate. Yes, and I they just, seen. but they're getting like, they're like cooking up chocolate in a spoon and stuff. It's also, and Bart is Johnny Rotten. I have seen that one. So, yeah. I think uh, it's been from a couple years ago, but it's. Yeah, it's not like super recent. Yeah, but, it was funny. It's good shit. Yeah. Anyway. The OCs. The OCs. So, this is um, the album, I guess, a weird accent. It's a sort of a neo psychedelic romp. It's an album that's uh, not afraid of guitars and not afraid of synth. No. It's got plenty of both. So, like I said, you have these long, wailing guitar solos and heavy, fuzzed-out riffs. So, this is the most psychedelic album that I've heard yeah. of there. Like, I'm not, like, any... I'm not saying I'm any bit mm-hmm. of a o, the OCs expert, but um, it was a lot more on the psychedelic side. Definitely. I listened to some of their older stuff, and, yeah, not so much. But this one's great. Synth. A lot of synth. A six-minute synth instrumental called <laughs> Jammed Entrance which slams right into another six-minute song called Plastic Plant. And uh, let me think about this for a second. We got uh, we got long solos, long instrumentals, wailing guitars, crazy synth songs that blend into each other. Hmm, this sounds like like something I talked about before. Hmm. Oh, oh, wait, there are lyrics, and the lyrics aren't about wizards and shit. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's a song called Gelatinous Cube. <laughs> Gelatinous Cubes are from Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. as your uh, little demigorgons would know. Nerd. So yes, we are sort of addressing the the rules of space rock and psychedelica here. Even though the song Gelatinous Cube, which is probably my favorite song on the album, is a surf punk song, straight mm-hmm. up. It cooks, it moves. Is there an Albert song? Uh, no. My band. Um... <laughs> Fractal Wombat does a song called Albert's Delight. It's about eating candy. Candy. So yeah, it's like it's like varied. It's like I guess you call it neo psychedelica, like butthole surfers. It kind of reminded okay. me of like early stuff. You have that gelatinous cube, which is like that skate punk album or surf punk song. Mm-hmm. And then um, the last two songs are a bit of a departure from the rest of the album. They're so different they could almost be a different album. Mm-hmm. The first one is Crawl Out from the Fallout. Mm-hmm. String-heavy, slow-meandering soundscape, very space rock. Did you, like, copy that off Bandcamp? No, I wrote it myself. <laughs> this song I couldn't find on Bandcamp. It's not on Bandcamp, but it listens on YouTube. Yeah, it wasn't on, yeah, I had a listen on YouTube. So, and I'll probably buy it at some point. But, no, that's pretty, that brilliant writing right there, Jamie. I know, you did um, more research than me. Uh, yeah, I'm I, like... <laughs> You mean, songs that you had to guitars in, and drums You mean in the, the 30 minutes before you came? Because that's when I actually wrote this review. <laughs> so Crawl of is very good. It's like, oh, yeah, you can just kind of listen to it. Oh, you yeah. come back. <laughs> you smoke You smoke a dude. that would be like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were they creepo? Yeah, I know. Like an ice cream girl? I don't remember. Right? And, and the oh, Phillies, it was this yeah. little girl who used to yeah. eat like, she's ice cute. cream. She's cute. She's a cute she's Cute as a button, as they I say. I had a guy go... Ask her what her name is. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, ooh, no, no. why don't you? No. I'm not a creep. Oh, good, gross. Crawl out from the fallout. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything I said before, like three times. Then the final song is Axis, which is actually an organ-heavy, weepy guitar, somewhere between a a southern rock tune and a a tort song. Hmm. It's a very interesting, kind of like sad love song. That sort of 
breaks up at the end and back into psychedelic stuff. Yeah, I gotta check more of it out. I totally only listened to the first, like, three songs, maybe, Mm -hmm. so... And that was before it goes into, like, the six-minute song. So, yeah, so I really like this album. I liked it so much I almost didn't end up writing anything on it because I kept just listening to it. Ah, that's cool, though. So it's good. It's a very good album. Two very good albums for me this week. What about you, Jamie? I dare you. You dare me? Double dare. Double dare. Double dog dare. Physical challenge. Physical challenge. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, (laughs) sleep! The Descendants. Yes, those Descendants from 77 have a new album out called Hypercafium Spazinate, which the title has had some controversy. Oh, really? Because Spaz? Yes. Do you know Spaz in apparently England means it's like a derogatory term for cerebral palsy? So these people Mm. were writing in being like, you guys are racist, yeah. like all this stuff. Yeah, there was like a big stink yeah. about it for for that, and they were like, "It's like no, like he didn't mean it. Like it, yeah, it's not like, meant that way." He's like this is Trump's America. I can <laughs> say what I want. Yeah, pretty much. So, if you're not familiar with the Descendants, they are from California, Manhattan Beach. Started in '77, hardcore punk band. They've had plenty of shit out. I was never a huge Descendants fan. I like a handful of songs. Mm-hmm. Have a couple albums. I was really never into them, but so many people were like, oh, you gotta listen to the new album, so good, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And usually, a punk band in their 50s aren't producing gold, in my opinion. They're trying like, to revisit yeah, their they're trying years. To, yeah. But I have to say, pretty good release. I'm into it. Milo, the singer, is uh, an actual, I guess he's a biochemist. He went to the University of Penn, and oh, I've nice. got like a master's and a doctorate, and he was working at DuPont. And I guess recently he was... Um, not fired. Was laid it? off. Laid off. Was well, it? yeah, DuPont. Yeah, they laid off a bunch of people, and so yeah. he's like, you know what? I he was so sick of. He just wanted to do science, and he ended up like getting put in management where he wasn't really doing science stuff, that's, and that's what he loved. That's pretty much what happens. Yeah, unfortunately. So anyway, he got laid off, and now he's like, you know what? I'm gonna pursue my music career. I don't care uh-huh. if I'm in my mid fifties, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it or early fifties, however old he is. He's pretty much just singing about the same stuff, but just how it relates to him in his fifties. Mm. Uh, flip notes. Mm-hmm. One thing about the Descendants, you always... Do you, did you, do you know any Descendants song? Oh, yeah. I do. You know and Pump Up the Volume when they're like, Welcome to ver, 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 the Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Welcome to the, the Wiener Schnitzel. Can I take your order? And I was like... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. That's the Descendants. Huh. Talk a lot about food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I believe Milo was more or less pretty straight edge, but yeah. they talk about food. So anyway, there is a um, song on the album called... Fuck, I don't even remember if I wrote it. Meanwhile, <laughs> maybe no food or something like, or no fat burger or something like that. But it's a, a hilarious song. It's just pretty much him like talking about how his grandpa died when he was 45, and he's got to watch what he eats. And it, it, it's as lame as I am explaining it. It's pretty funny. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's a, and it's like a really short song, and it's just like Grandpa had a triple bypass. Yeah, <laughs> and talking about all the food that he loves and he can't eat and stuff. And then he talks about just aging, being a dad, but not in that annoying way, and just, like, society in general. Some of the songs are a little cheesy, which, um, I guess some of his songs were cheesy back in the day, too. I'm yeah. not sure, because I told you, I'm not a, uh, I was never a huge fan. It's a couple, like, cheesy love songs that I was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> But it is what it is. Um, sometimes I'll hear a little bad religion in it. If I, if I, some of the songs, if you'd put it on for me and I didn't know who it was, I would think it was bad religion. Yeah. And not that that's bad, but bad religion just has just been so generic lately, the last mm-hmm. 
15 years or so. Like, there's a couple okay songs on some albums, but um, as much as I'm talking shit, The Descendants is really a really good album. Mm. The And plus, they this is the first album they did in 12 years, too. Mm. As I said, I thought it'd be really blah and generic, and it, it wasn't. It was good. Um, there's also a song called Limiter, and it almost has a bad religion feel to it, but it gets better. And it's about kids. He's talking about, like, kids on... It almost seems like uh, ADHD, like Ritalin and stuff, and how like these kids are supposed to be straight edge, and they're just like pumped full of medication yeah. and shit. And it's, it's a good song. My favorite songs are on paper, which you would kind of identify with that song, and it's pretty much his professionally professional yeah. career, how he looks good on paper, but mm-hmm. like he's yeah just, spinning his wheels. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, testosterone, which I was telling you about, which is the whole like um, machoism in the whole like bio industry and stuff, and how he's like. Fuck this. Like, mm-hmm. it's a science, you know? Why is this doggy dog like world? Farmer bros. Yes. Fighting Myself's a good song in Human Being. Yeah, as much as I made that not interesting, it's a, it's a good yeah, release for um, for something they haven't done in 12 years and kind of ragtag picked it up. Mm-hmm. The one, uh, I, I can't remember, Bill Stevens, I think it's Bill Stevenson, he had like a brain tumor, almost died in, in yeah. the band. And he was in Black Flag, he was in a bunch of stuff. I think he's in Flag as well. But, um, yeah. So, uh, old aging punk rockers, they did it right, I have to admit. I have listened to it a few times. I was listen- listening to it on the way over. It's good. It's poppy. You know, don't expect a Descendants record from 1980, you know, but um, mm. it is what I... It, it's more appealing to, like, 30s and older. If you're a 16-year-old kid, like, you probably don't care to too you. much. But, yeah, I don't think it will really speak to you. But um, it's good. Solid release. Good. I'll have to check it out. Check it out, Descendants. Mm. I'm actually seeing them in oh, October. Nice. I bought a ticket, one ticket. So mm. if anyone wants to hang out, <laughs> um, it's Descendants. Yeah. Fucked up, which I was telling you about, and Nightbirds. Ah. So I was like, when is sold. that? October thirteenth. It's a Thursday. Ah. I can do Thursdays. I just have to take off work because mm. of my schooling. Yep, learning. Learning and stuff. Yep. So yep. that's all. Uh, that's a, my. End of my reviews. Yeah, <laughs> it just kind of died there. Yeah. For a blue, blue, so. Blue, blue. I also bought Infest tickets. Oh. I kind of want to see the B fifty twos. Yeah, I saw you post that. It's I like don't. a mischief night. You should go. It's like uh, nah, I can't go. It's too much effort. You could um wear a tube top and uh, a big afro like you know. Yeah. Love shack. Oh. I don't remember the Love Shack video. They're in a shack. Uh, and there's a tin roof rusted. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's a Chrysler that's very large indeed. Mm-hmm. It seats roughly about 20, 20 people. <laughs> yeah. That would be a bus, yes. actually. Well, that's a really big a Chrysler. A school bus. Mm-hmm. I don't think they make uh, buses. No, they don't. <laughs> so we saw Garbage last week. Yes, speaking of the Fillmore. Yes, Which Fillmore. is where they're playing. The B-52s. Mm. So yeah, we saw Garbage. It was first time at the Fillmore. Yes, loved it. Very I thought cool. it was really nice. Very Parking nice. wasn't that bad as everyone said yeah. it was going to be awful. And it, it also wasn't like the murder ghetto like everyone it was fine. seemed to yeah. yeah. For a For a man who's lived his life on the mean streets such as myself, <laughs> yeah. I was not scared. So what did you think of the show? I really liked it. I think it was the best I've seen them play. Chris and Control I liked. Just kind of blended together after like four or five songs. I told you like... Forward. I liked it for three songs, and I was like, I get the point. That's all I need. And the, but they played like eight more songs. Yeah, but I understand because it was just them and garbage. Yeah. So they kind of had a long-winded. So that was alright. I mean, it was decent. 
Mm-hmm. Or Kristen Control was decent of the Dum Dum Girls. And it was uh, almost like a Friday's reunion. We saw a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, we saw a lot of people. I saw... Uh, my bartender, I go up and get my vodka, and it's Eric Walsh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Eric Walsh is hanging on Fridays. I've known Eric since I was 15 years old, and I, I just gave him a big hug, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, going to be a nice night tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> saw Phil, saw Mary, saw uh, Dave Mooney from The Colonial, and uh, saw shitload of people. I saw the woman who used to do catering for my place of business. Yeah, I remember she came up to you. Yeah, and didn't recognize her. Um, of course, we were hanging out with Steve, Trish, Sarah, and Dave. Yes. And Steve won a, like, a couple grand at the yeah, casino. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beforehand. Mm-hmm. But I thought garbage was great. Yeah, really good. Uh, no Butch Vig. No, I was kind of upset about that. But, but you know, I mean, it, it really is. A, it's not like it's like Shirley Manson's missing. Because <laughs> otherwise, seriously, very true. it was like, well, we got this, uh, I don't know, I can't think of anything funny right now. <laughs> it's a you dressed as Shirley Manson. Yeah, we got Shirley Manson of the, of the cover band Trash. <laughs> so garbage cover band. Trash. Rubbish. Rubbish. Oi! And it was great. They didn't do a lot of talking. No, which is good. Um, I didn't want to hear her political, uh, like, I love Shirley Manson, mm-hmm. but... One of the best lines in Gia is when yeah. Faye Dunaway goes to Gia, we don't want to hear you talk, we just want to see you. Yeah. And then when Gia talks, it's all over. Uh-huh. And Elizabeth Mitchell's like, girlfriend, yeah. go do your hair when I'm done with this shit. Yeah. And she does. She likes she heroin. Does. Gia liked heroin. She did. And didn't like it. It's 80s. a great movie. But yeah. Love it's a, movie. Uh, it's a, I haven't seen it in years. I've, I think I own it, actually. I own it, because I, like, I used to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it for like New Year's Eve and like... Just being like drunk and by yeah. myself. Is that one of yours where you watch? You have like your you fast forward past certain parts. Nah, that's like how you Chicago. watch Scarlet Diva every week or Chicago. Chicago, I just like fast forward to the Catherine Zeta Jones parts. But. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes it can be a, a, an interesting experience watching a movie with Jamie like we used to do. Well, back remember in when I watched Entrapment at my parents' house and I like was just so fucking drunk. <laughs> that was like a weird because we didn't we watch Pet Cemetery too. Uh, I don't remember. I, was I remember that just because. Uh, Clancy Brown petting the rabbit. Clancy Brown was in um, Daredevil. Like the captain in charge of mm-hmm. Frank. He's a military dude. Yeah. So yeah, garbage. And he's the Kurgan. Yes. So so gar- garbage. Mm-hmm. And I did uh, last weekend. I did this is Hardcore Fest. Yeah. Which was great. This is I think my fourth by fourth or fifth fourth year. Yeah. And I pretty much saw twenty bands in three days. You did all three days. It's all. It's actually four days. I mm. did Thursday. I skipped Friday. Did Saturday and half a Sunday. Ah. Um, <laughs> Thursday was my favorite day. Mm-hmm. Music today, amazing. Yeah. So good. Um, down to nothing. Great. Um, I'm trying to think who else played. Line of Sight was on Thursday. Uh, maximum Penalty. Protester. So it, it almost had like a. It pretty much had a straight edge. Is there a day that's considered to be the big day? Eh, kind of, sort of. Like they all have their headliners. Yeah. Like the headliner for Thursday was Youth of Today. Mm-hmm. And they brought it. Like I wish we would have stayed the whole set, but my parents literally just got back from Disney World the day before, yeah. so I don't want to be out super, super late. Like wanted to get home around twelve thirty, one o'clock. But yeah, I was blown away by Youth of Today. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday. The headliner was... Shit, I don't remember. I know it was Ringworm. Oh, Integrity. Uh-huh. That was Friday. Sorry. Saturday was Gorilla Biscuits, mm-hmm. um, 
who were really good, and there was some controversy there, mm-hmm. which I'll get back to, and Power Trip, which you, mm-hmm. you'd probably like. They're really uh, thrash metal. Like, yeah. if, they were back, if they were around back in the day, like, when Anthrax and all that shit mm-hmm. was big, they would have been, like, on yeah. tour with them. Yeah. And then Sunday... Um, we saw, who the fuck did we see? We, Angel Dust, which was awesome. Mm. That's when we left right yes. after Angel Dust. Naysayer, True Love, just trying to, like, the gears are oh, turning, yeah. sorry. So it sounded like a lot also of Also on Saturday, one of the bands I was kind of blown away with, Wisdom and Change, which is a, <laughs> Wisdom and Chains, not Change. All right. Um, yes. they're from PA, I think they're kind of like Lehigh Valley, Allentown, more yeah. up that way. And they are amazing. They're, they're awesome. I forgot Burn played on, um. On Saturday as well. But anyway, great. I, I always like this as Hardcore Fest. Saw a bunch of people talk to Chris Wyatt. Yeah. Who, he was in Creed. I was like, I heard you were in Creed. And he's like a manager or a ref. And he's like showed me the still shot of oh, him really? in the background. It was yeah. pretty awesome. But there was a big stink on Saturday because of what Civ of the Gorilla Biscuits said. Which, I knew... I didn't think it was a big deal, but when he was saying it, after he said it, I was, in the back of my head, was like, uh, someone's gonna get offended at this. And then I forgot about it until the next day when the stink arose. So this is what... The shit hit the fan? Yes. So this is what he said. In 2016, people still have to wear shirts that say, Black Lives Matter. No shit, we all fucking matter. Everybody matters. Don't let the media, the schools, the institutions influence you. We are all one family, one people. This is called degradation. Um, so hearing it, I was like, someone's gonna be like, is he trying to say all lives matter or something like? Which he doesn't. Like, yeah. This dude was like, been in the scene forever. Like, was kicking Nazis out of show. Like the most anti-racist guy. And but people were like, he's trying to say that black lives don't matter. Blah blah blah. And it's all these like fucking millennials who like haven't had a deal with. You're you're old enough, but like you didn't really go to punk shows. I was just on the tail end of it, but, like, you'd go, there, there'd be Nazis there, like, beating yeah. shit out of kids and stuff, and they, like, wanted to stop this stuff, and they pretty much did, and didn't have to firsthand deal with that. Like, I remember going to shows and seeing, like, some white power people, and, like, you're just like, whatever, but it wasn't that bad. Like, even if you went to the mall, like, King of Prussia Mall had, like, a skinhead, yeah. uh, KOP skins, man, shit like that, and you don't see that shit anymore, you haven't seen nah. that shit in years. So, uh, I just think people just take shit out of context yeah someone who's just really trying to bring that community into one and like Mm -hmm. unifying everything and just gets shit on but yeah yeah so a bunch of people came out and either like supported him or was like he's an Mm -hmm. asshole fuck him he's out of touch wouldn't grill biscuits do anything yeah yeah but all together um i thought it uh was an awesome show i thought grill biscuits were fun um the one guy doc that's in mischief brew actually played horns in um uh, New Direction, and I think it might have been um, Eric Peterson's horn ah. or something like that. Mm. Um, cool. So that was cool. We didn't get to talk to him, but mm. it was good times. We hung out at the Fast Break Tent, which is like Custer and like, Red Top Tony's yeah. uh, record label. So we're hanging out there. It was a good time. Mm. And they have all these awesome food trucks. So I was eating ah, some nice. nice tacos, Taco Mundo, ah. delicious. Mm. And we had some vegan cookies. Oh. Which I know you were probably like, bleh, but they were, yeah. you wouldn't know they were vegan. They're really good. You know uh, Oreos? Yeah. Vegan cookie? Because they don't have any animal products in them. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's one of those weird, which is also scary. Because, or maybe they're not vegan. Maybe they're gluten-free. 
They're probably I think they're actually. Cons- I would think the cream in the middle would have some type of animal. No, actually, I think it's all because it's all artificial. It could be. I don't know. I will either print a retraction or never mention this again. Actually, <laughs> uh, thereafter. And I got to see some uh, belly shirts. Oh, nice! On some guys. Yeah, sexy. Um, which is kind of weird. I don't. I mean, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then there was girls. This is the the fashion show yeah. of uh, or fashion part of. This is hardcore. Mm-hmm. These girls were wearing, like, these short shorts, but they came up to their, like, belly button. Oh, that's weird. So and they were, they, like... Yeah, but then they'd have, like, Fred Perry's on and almost, like, a Chelsea haircut where they look like a standard, like, skinhead girl back in the other uh-huh. than the shorts. Huh. So that was kind of weird, but that was cool. They kind of yeah. had some, like, girl youth crew stuff mm-hmm. going on, like a handful of little, little packs. Oh, nice. But what I'm hoping for next year is, um, I know, because Refuse played, uh, like, a secret kind of, um show after show or whatever which refuses like kind of pretty big yeah so i know uh someone from this is hardcore posted ds13 saying like hey you should join our show so i'd love to have like this old, like thrash punk movement going on like hardcore yeah and i would love to see like gloss mm-hmm. like like the queer core uh movement si- uh I'm trying to think of other bands uh Actually, it's funny. I have naive whole, senses i have a whole list of them that yeah, there's like a lot, oh, yeah. and then just have some girls. There's, I've never really seen any girls like headline. Like have gouge away, have punch, have like uh, a firewalker, something like that. It'd be mm-hmm. awesome. So hopefully something like that comes about. So that's my mm-hmm. hardcore. I miss Nick Crowley and Alex. Uh-huh. I think they literally like got there while we were leaving. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was good stuff. Cool. As I said, I was at a, a baby's birthday party. Yes. Yes. I have an eyelash in my eye. It's uh, driving me crazy. Yeah. Driving me crazy. Don't put salt in your eye. I didn't. Put salt in your eye. Put salt in your eye. <laughs> what else? I thought you had something to talk about. Yeah, I'll talk about it next time. Yeah. We're running out of energy. Yeah. Oh, Preacher. Preacher. Yeah. Yes. Great. I love so, it. Preacher. So good. Low expectations. I was. In the beginning. Yeah. Fucking rad. I didn't have low expectations. I was. I was really scared though. I was like. This is well, Seth Rogen. You just don't know sometimes. Like usually, yeah. stuff's pretty good, but I was like, this could be the easiest thing in the world just to fuck up. Yeah. and they didn't. It was probably one of the most solid first seasons mm-hmm. of a TV show ever. Excellent. Garth Ennis himself, who wrote Preacher, of course, said, "Yeah, they fixed all the problems that I introduced from my shitty writing in the '90s." That's funny. Um, but yeah, really good. The season finale, amazing, amazing. If you didn't see it watch it now yeah we're gonna ruin it soon there's my favorite part was the double fisted uh dog yeah where they're like looking at it they're like oh could be like lady in the tree yeah <laughs> which was pretty awesome um, and uh, i i thought i thought it was excellent it, the last episode was so tarantino and that soundtrack was great it was, yeah it was perfect it's very bizarre it pretty much the last scene was the was it the graphic novel it was like that straight yeah. out of the graphic season one ends basic where the first page of the first mm-hmm. graphic novel. Yeah. You know what my favorite part of the episode was? What? Without spoiling it too much, when the little girls are getting off the bus. I don't remember that. When they, it's like at the very end, when after like, you feel like they, the church scene. When it blows up? No, the one where they all meet in the church to talk to God. I'm trying to think uh, of uh, So then, yeah, all the little girls are getting off the bus. I don't remember. Swords. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was first, I was like, what are they doing? I was like, oh! Yeah. Yeah, really good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was I awesome. I enjoyed it. Because I was wondering what they were going to do with, like, that character that was, like, kind of in love with Preacher. That, the, like, she sits, the oh, kids yeah. down and she's like, there is no guy. 
Oh, that's um, so weird. Because I was like, what are they going to do with her? And then I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was also surprising. They had a lot of characters who were set up to be sort of main characters or major characters. I like Donnie. And, yeah. I thought he was pretty cool, mm-hmm. actually. I like that uh, Eugene. It's kind of like the John Wayne. We say he's taking the place of John Wayne. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see season two. So when does Hellblazer start? Don't know. I'm interested in that. And Daredevil. I finished Daredevil. watching Daredevil. I'm like one and a half episodes out. It only took me about like four months. Like Mark and I watched the first mm-hmm. half and then I just watched the last yeah. six episodes in three days and it's been excellent. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. I liked it better than the first season, I have to say. Very gory and Punisher's awesome. I'm glad they're giving Punisher's own series. Yeah, now. I did hear that. Um, I think um, Luke Cage starts in September, the end of September. I think I think you're right. I don't know when exactly. I know. Um, I'm interested in it. Yeah, that'll be the next good yeah. one. Yeah, are, are they doing a second Jennifer Jones? Jessica Jones. Jessica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just, no, Jennifer Jones. <laughs> Isn't that the the talk show? Horrible. I used to watch that in college back mm-hmm. in the day, before she got that murder rap. Well, it wasn't her, but the oh yeah, what well, isn't like one of a those... guest of hers. It was like guess who has a secret crush on you, and it was a gay crush, and the dude. Like killed a guy the killed dude. the remember, gay guy, yeah. or vice versa. I think it was the guy killed the gay guy, which is a shame. Yeah, Jenny Jones was just. I used not... to watch Jennifer Jones all the time. I used to watch. Uh, Jenny Jones. Sally Jesse or FIL for some reason. With her red glasses. With yeah, her. Or really Ricky oversized. Lake. Remember Ricky Lake too? I do. I didn't watch too much Ricky. I didn't watch a lot of talk shows, but. I used to watch in college. Sally Jesse would be on. I think I watched um, Jerry Springer, up until like the fighting became. The norm. The norm. When you'd see... Did you like, ever Whoa. get your jerry beads? No. Uh, I want to get jerry beads one Let me know what a jerry bead is. I don't remember. That's when the, the chicks flash their boobs and then they... Oh, come, really? Yeah. No, I had no idea. But some dudes do it sometimes. Oh. You got to flash your wiener. Wow. Oh. Okay. And you have to do it if you go. Uh, <laughs> Believe me. And you'll get... <laughs> you'll get arrested. Oh, uh, did Jerry Springer even do a show? I have no idea. I know Steve Wilkos does. I used to watch that at the uh, nursing home when I worked oh. there. They like to watch the uh, trash TV shows yeah. or, um, or cooking. News. Huh? Cooking. Some not a lot. It's always like channel set. It'd always be like the Judge Judy and yeah. like Steve Volkos or then it or The View or I I don't remember. It's been a few years. No, my grandmother likes watching cooking shows on PBS. So not like the Food Network shows, which are too flashy. Uh, and then complaining. About how either no one would ever eat that, or how you couldn't do that. Like my grandmother, and this is a Food Network show, his mind is completely boggled that someone can cook an onion in less than an hour. Well, she like, I don't like that onion cooking. She's like, you could never do that. It's like you say the in front of Demogorgon. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> it's a proper noun. It's, he's Demogorgon. It's like if they called you the Jamie. Well, I'm and again, that. to bring it all around... Not not as an episode of Teen Titans. <laughs> a Demogorgon would not hang out with troglodytes, either. Yeah, I don't know what that means. If you can get past that without being a nerd. Um, also, last time we totally forgot questions, and I'm, we're not going to answer them mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. because I don't have them in front of me. Yeah. But we will get back to your questions, Chris Bradley yeah. and Bryce. Yeah. But if anyone else has any more questions... Um, I well, got one for my friend Danny. What did she say? I don't want to ruin it. Okay. But maybe we'll do that next episode. Yeah, and we'll solicit a few others. But I wanted to put that out there that we're not ignoring. We just... Yeah. 
were lazy and forgot to talk about it last yes. week. Yes. Stuff. So anyway, did you write a blog? I didn't look. I had written... I thought you said you were I wrote one on pandas. I put one up on pandas oh, okay. a while ago. Damn pandas. Stupid. Yeah, basically. I can't believe bamboo's poisonous and they eat that yeah, shit. And their babies are blind for like and six months. Gross looking like yeah. like pink otters. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Yep. Stupid pandas. They're stupid. So <laughs> smart enough to fool people and uh, taking care of I know. Of them. And they don't like the fuck. Like not giant that, deer not that you have to not be some promiscuous asshole, but don't yeah. they have to like force them to mate? They say they actually show them panda pornography and feed them Viagra. Ugh, that's so gross. Pandas are like, yeah, I get around to it later. <laughs> I'm going to eat this poisonous root. Yeah, maybe, maybe if they stop eating fucking bamboo, they'd be able to be DTF. <laughs> maybe. Anyway. You can find us on TrashSouthStreet.com. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook. Um, you can find us on Twitter now. Yeah, I started a Twitter thing. What's our Twitter? Because um, I have South to Street. join still. Trash South Street. All right. Um, I'll give you the passwords, too. Uh, you can email us. We haven't checked our email in probably a month. I, but, um, I sure literally no forget. We're on iTunes, or you can check us out on um, our website as yeah. well. I guess that's about it. Yep. We're almost getting close to 20. Yeah, this is 18. We're getting close to a year's worth. Yeah. Well, well when do we start in November? I think November. Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah. So maybe we'll have some interviews finally. Yeah. Well, something. Yeah. Maybe for the 25th or 20th or something. We'll see. We'll see. Awesome. All right, everybody. Did sound fun. Anyway. You're a nerd. Goodbye. You're a nerd. You're a nerd. Later.